Wait, you said the, do you want to say the? You said the last time. <laughs> Are we going to say the? Okay, okay, let me put the the in here so I don't forget. Are you spending your life trying to become who God has already called you to be? Good news, girlfriend. God has equipped you with a guide to live in your purpose with him. So grab your Bible and notebook. And get ready for this episode of the God Girls Guide podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Yes. Yes. So we are on our series of Who's Your Daddy? And this is episode three. And we are talking about Jehovah Rohai. Rohai. Yesterday, we asked each other the question about what do we think about when we hear God's name at Jaira? And you gave a great example. (laughs) yeah yeah it's so easy for me to think about songs so yeah today while we were asking each other this question I told her uh what I thought of what I think about Jehovah Roll High because Roll High means a shepherd I actually had the song playing in my head um I shall not want and I actually um, I have to plead the fifth if that's the right term. Hey, I actually actually don't think that's the title of the song. I just know that it's a part of the song. Maverick City is, you know, I shall not want. Um, because my cup's filling over, over and over, and I shall not want. And so anyway, Amanda, what do you think of when you think of uh God the shepherd? What do you mm. think? I think of um, comfort and Mm. protection. And you said something when you were making the connections between both Maverick City songs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That there's provision in both because you said that my cup overflows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and so Jehovah Jireh is connected, obviously, to Jehovah Rohai because he's the same God but these are just different characteristics but of course that's just so true to his nature of who he is he's going to provide yes he he will always provide and he always just like we mentioned it last week it's abundantly yeah and sometimes we just have to look for it we have to recognize what it truly looks like because sometimes we look at the things we want and say that he's not providing but what about all the things we look at all the things it's it's abundantly Okay, so Amanda, what does Jehovah Rohai mean? So it means God is our shepherd. Mm-hmm. The, or my Lord, the Lord is my shepherd, yeah. um, either one. But it's just a personal name of God. Yes. And it's you can see this image of God caring for us. And as a loving shepherd that cares for his sheep, oh my goodness, I can't wait till we talk about the sheep and how it relates to us. Um, It's just a beautiful picture of God and us, just him as Jehovah roll high. And so we see this over and over. Normally when we talk about God as my shepherd, we're always talking about um, Psalms 23, always. Yes, so we're talking about Psalms 23 and... This was written by King David, who was actually a shepherd himself. And so I just love how 
he correlates how God takes care of him and, and his people, his children, the same way that David cared for his sheep, because, you know, he took his job very seriously. Yeah. Um, and he was a good shepherd. And so, and God's even better. Um, so I love that correlation that he makes, but also I love that I feel like it gives us just a little bit of a different softness side of God, because when we think about in the old Testament and a lot of um, characteristics, as we see throughout the scripture, it's, you know, it's, it's, he's just, and he's holy. And so we see a lot of that, but I love David brings in this picture of um, God just in a a very loving way. Yeah. It does. Um, one of the things, so as I was, you know, on my personal journey of learning who uh, God as my Lord and Shepherd is, um, you could see where some symbolism with him and David was um, David. He would, you know, he would kill bears. He would do all these things to protect his flock. And I relate that so much as a mom there's nothing, and as a wife, and as a friend, there's nothing that I won't endure, you know, to protect my, my people, but then you think about that on a, on God's level, like, that's what he does for us, but it's way better, like, it's like on this larger scale, larger scale of what he will get into just to save us, just to go after that one, and for that, I think all of us say, thank you, Lord, for coming after me, this one person, this one sheep that got lost, trying to chase after whatever you're chasing, whether you're trying to chase after money, trying to chase after, you know, whatever, whatever desires, whatever wants, whatever that looks like in your life. But you have the father that will always go, no matter what danger predicament is, no matter how messy it is, no matter the temperature, no matter if he loses sleep because it's God, he's not losing any sleep. However, he will go chase after you. He's persistent and he's a God who seeks and who loves. So, so Mm -hmm. good. So good. All right. I'm going to read Psalms 23. Um, It's just six verses. And some of you may have it memorized, but if you don't have it memorized, Um, and you want to follow along in your Bible, it's in the middle of the Bible. Again, it was written by King David. And it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you for just grounding us in that truth. Um, Psalms 23 has comforted um, a lot of people. It's always comforted me. It's A, had, had been getting Psalms 23 for a while, just God just reminding her of who he is. Uh, But it's not the only picture in the Bible of God as our loving shepherd. Um, There are two other references um, that show God as our shepherd. And it's Jeremiah 31.10. It says he will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. 
Then we have Ezekiel 34, 11 and 12, and it says, thus says the Lord God, indeed, I myself will search for my sheep, seek them out as a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he's among his scattered sheep. So will I seek out my sheep and deliver them. I just, I just love that. All right. So we teased a little bit about giving you some detail about um, our correlation to sheep and, um, this will just really bless you. You know, sheep are not super intelligent. Um, <laughs> and um, several times throughout scripture, God and Jesus relate us to sheep. Mm-hmm. And some of the key characteristics are sheep are defenseless. They, they, they are, they're defenseless um, against the, their attackers. And that is why they need a shepherd. Sheep will um, just follow the food. Whatever is being fed, they just seek self-satisfaction, self-satisfaction. They're always just kind of following the food to the point where like they will walk off a cliff because they're just like their heads are down getting their food and they'll walk off a cliff, Mm -hmm. which is why they need a shepherd or they'll, they'll get themselves entangled in something because they're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. Um, the other part is they have to lay down on a flat surface because if they don't and they tip over while they're getting up or down or laying down, they cannot pick themselves back up. Mm-mm. They can't. And so think about those things as you're being related to a, a <laughs> sheep in scripture, why we need a shepherd. Yes. I mean, so many. So when Amanda had this revelation, I think I was like, oh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> like I know I need a shepherd right and so unfortunately we all do or fortunately it's really not unfortunate because it's really fortunate we all need a shepherd mm-hmm. we have a shepherd and it's because we're always trying to wander off and do things our own way because that's sheep nature like Amanda said sheep's that's what they do because they're 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 blinded by the food. They're blinded by all these things that they're wants. So we try to do things our way. And but we have a good shepherd. It's like, hey, stay with me. I'll give you all the things. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you more. And so thank I thank God that for that strong revelation. So we can all see ourselves as sheep. Mm-hmm. And not because I think sometimes it's easy for a lot of people to see themselves as maybe the shepherd right Mm -hmm. and not the sheep and when she was giving me this revelation she had I was just like yeah so (laughs) bad I'm about to be (laughs) you know I told you that um in last episode that I've been teaching the preschoolers about this particular um, topic not just the scripture though we've covered it Mm -hmm. um but you know, preschoolers, they, they need hands-on teaching. And so when I was explaining to them how we're sheep, we built a little sheep pen and they all got in the sheep pen and we're doing exactly what you said. Like they immediately connected. They're like, yes, we are sheep. We need somebody protecting us. We need to be told what to do. And um, it was so cute. Yeah. I'm going to be all my life. They immediately recognize that truth. (laughs) Because children, they, yep. they they already know that it's simple to them. Yeah. You know, they don't like try to question here and questionnaire. What about this? What about that? They it's they have faith and like, okay, mm-hmm. so the Bible is saying that I'm a sheep. Bah, here we go. 
<laughs> guide me, Jesus. <laughs> guide me. Speaking of Jesus, uh, Jesus also referenced himself as Jehovah Rohi. And so in John 10, 11, 14, and 15, it says, him, the good shepherd, the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and am known by my own. I lay down my life for the sheep, John 10, 11, and 14. What I love about this text. Yeah, John 10 was actually um, what I just taught on this past Wednesday. And so it, and it's so important because it says the sheep recognize my voice and I know them. And they know me and follow me. Thanks, Amanda, for uh, that. What you're, what you're teaching the kids is incredible. And my my child is in that class, and she I, she will say these these random things. She's like, I learned that at a Baptist church, and I'm just I'm seeing the fruit there, and I just love it. Um, what I take away from John 10, 11, 14 is the all the I am's. And so when we say I am, we know that that's our father speaking. And we haven't really said this yet, but um, when we say I am, like when you are saying, when you're just speaking to someone, you know, the next text you say after that, you know, signals who's your father. So if you say I am weak, then your father is the enemy. I am ugly, then your father is the enemy because that's who, that is who says those things. But your father, your your heavenly father says, I am the good shepherd. I am good. You are beautiful. You are kind. Like your father is going to tell you all the good things about you because that's how he created you. He created you with, you know, to have his power. He's created you to be strong. He's created you to be lovely. He's created you to, um, to be magnificent because you are, you are his masterpiece. And so when, when, as we were reading this, Amanda, I just, I honed into all the I ams. Mm -hmm. I, am. I am. And it's just like, he's proclaiming that. And so just, we, you always hear like, what would Jesus do? Or be like Jesus, be like Jesus. And when you're saying I am, just know that you're saying who's your daddy is after that. So, okay. What else do we got for them, Amanda? Um, I want to go back to Psalms 23 and just kind of go back through that a little bit. So now that we're looking at it through the lens of you know, the sheep, the defenseless sheep, the hungry sheep, um, the self-satisfying sheep that need to be kept on the right path. And um, you said something about, you know, God tells us all the good things yeah. about us. Um, and But he also lovingly corrects us. And that's where it says your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So while the rod was used um, to defend them, the staff was used to correct them. Yeah. And, and that's a comfort that we, that our God loves us so much that, um, he, he, he corrects us. He keeps us on the right path and yeah. he, you know, grabs us from walking off the side of the cliffs or Thank whatever with, with that hook. Right. Um, but then going down into verse five and six really five says you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies and just the visualization there of being able to relax and be fed in front of your enemies because typically if I'm at a table with my enemies I mean I, I've been there before I feel like my blood pressure is rising I'm yeah, on edge. like uh -huh. 
I'm, I, am, I am not relaxed, right? I am not relaxed, but here relaxed. you are because your your shepherd is preparing your table in front of you. And yeah. Like when I see that preparing a table, it's like putting out all this good provision in front of me, like where I'm being taken care of in the yeah. presence of my enemies and just knowing that he's protecting me. And so like, it to me it says in the presence of my enemies not just like there's potential enemies like when we think of sheep out in a pasture Mm -hmm. there's potential for you know wolves or coyotes or mountain lions or whatever this is like no they're here you can see them they're in your presence but you're still going to be relaxed and be fed and be provided for yeah and so in that the whole psalms 23 is wrapped up in protection and provides and restores um but something that is sticking out to me, uh, for me personally, is that seeing God as he's walking with me through, mm-hmm. through all the difficult times. So in verse 23, 4, it just highlights that God walks with us through difficult valleys of life. So like, you're not by yourself. Like a lot of us feel like that you're, we're by ourselves when we are, you know, in the valleys, in the shadow valleys, but we're not. And we Mm -hmm. fear nothing because we're not alone and we are with him. And so I know Amanda, her rendition of uh, verse six um, is all about him protecting us. But also in verse four, it talks Mm -hmm. about he protects us from evil. And so I think a lot of women of God's daughters, we like to do this false self-protection that we're protecting ourselves and we're independent and and we're this and we got, and we like to control everything just to make sure that we, that we're protected and our needs are met and that, you know, everything here is, has its place and it's all in the control. But when you read Psalms 23, four, he's doing it. He's Mm -hmm. the one in control. And so you can relax at the table with your enemies because he's got it and he provide he provides our needs and he restores us always and so if you are just feeling like god is not with you or you are a lost sheep be anchored on that whole chapter um because it's right here where he's like god is with you mm-hmm. he's with you he's leading you he's guiding you and you're not lost because he's there he sought after you He's been there the whole time. So one other thing I want to point out there on that verse that you mentioned in verse four, because this is so good. Everything you said is spot on there. Um, but it's the shadow of the valley of the earth. Yeah. yeah the shadow. And mm-hmm. so the shadows can't touch us. They can make things seem bigger than they are. They can, you know, it creates that darkness, but they're just shadows. Mm-hmm. And so just that emphasis on the appearance of things that try to scare us yeah. but we don't have to fear because it's just a shadow and a he's shadow. with us mm-hmm. he is he is he is he is so what does this mean today so we read john 10 15 so we know that god you know paid the ultimate we know that jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice right we know that he's our good shepherd we know that we have access to the holy spirit that is guiding us um, Hebrews 13, 20, 20 and 21 says, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, make you complete in every good work to do his will, 
working in you, what is well-pleasing in his sight. So we know that he is leading us to do his good work, every good work. And he's coming again to take us all to heaven so that his sheep will be with him forever. Okay, so guided questions. Okay, Amanda, what's our first guided question for them? Are you letting the shepherd feed you or are you looking for your own food? Ooh, the next question we have for you guys, remember, grab the notebooks. What does it look like to lay down in green pastures, safe, level, or protected? Which one? What does it look like? Next, describe your cup overflowing from the shepherd's provision, his protection, and his care for you. Yeah, those are some good questions. We cannot wait to hear what you guys are getting. Um, we'll just end with this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, increase every daughter of yours the awareness of you as Jehovah Rohai. Let her feel your, you guiding her, you correcting her, you loving her, and you just being super compassionate with her, being patient with her as she journeys on this world because she's not alone and she feels like she is lonely, but she has you right there in the wilderness. Lord, let her see that, um, let her align her heart and her mind's desires to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.